Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blackness Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man, like Mo, banging that ramen, yeah. Yo, we're live that streaming. Mo you know? ramen, yeah. There's, I know it's live streaming. Legit, ramen. this legit, like live with your no cup, face, baby. your jaw, your mandibles going on this thing. Bro, present. Do you know what it is as well? Yeah, I'm realizing that the um, the broth is all on my lips. I'm looking like I've got lip gloss on. I mean, no, I was thinking that, but cool. I'm thinking that, but you know what? Man's comfortable, yeah? No, man. Ramen is life. Nah, this, 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 is the, this is the modern day manner, yeah? Let me let me get this light back on my face. Heresy, heresy, heresy. Yeah, you see it? Man's got that light on my face and that. Modern day manner. Full furnace. Wagamamas. Full furnace. Full furnace. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. I think I'm in the hot seat this week. I believe you might be. Yeah. I'm about yeah. to bust out a theological question, boy. And I'm about to say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got an easier one before Mo before Mo goes in. Um my question to you was <clears throat> practically what have been your top three tips top two top one however many you've got that have helped you one stay consistent and two become more um effective in your study of the bible mm. um i think number one having a wife that says babe we need to study the bible more together stress that's number one um number two this book actually so i've got this book called the infographic bible once i was away at camp mm. and yeah it, it, it just has a whole bunch of picture pictorial things to do with the bible i'm not showing a good illustration but it's good stuff and yeah it just led to some interesting like thought studies about the bible mm. and and like seeing what i like trying to trying to grapple with thoughts and and stuff and seeing how biblical my thoughts around it are okay so like so, so, so like an example is there's one page that shows all the places um like jesus preached during his ministry mm. and like the top one place was split like 22 percent between in people's homes and in the synagogue slash temple mm. and so uh, yeah so i was just having a conversation with andrew about um with those two being the top two and being equal is that something that christians should strive to to do in our lives when it comes to preaching the word and like mm. giving, giving the word and yeah and i just found it interesting that it was a split between home and and then the temple being and the, and the number one places that he did it mm. yeah and just stuff like that that's cool and cool. just ha- and then just having random thoughts about random stuff you know me i think the craziest things um like this week i think i, 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 was, I was thinking like could jesus win like an mma an mma match without without training and if he could then Is he really like fully human if he can do things that 
humans couldn't do without training. It's like having a cheat code. It's like having the game shock. I mean, you know if I mean? I'm to if I'm to throw in just a quick answer, I don't think you could win a MMA bout without training, um, because he was perfected in his suffering. So somehow the perfect God still required in his human form because he submitted to being human and because he was fully human still required growing up still required perfection in that suffering of you know the growing pains as it were and so i think you know as with all things i think he would have he would have clearly had an aptitude for it you know when he was in the temple it says he was asking questions and they marveled at his insight not necessarily that he had they didn't marvel at oh he came through just teaching us stuff. It seems to allude, or it seems to infer, or you can infer from it that he was, as a young, I think it was 12 years old at the time, he was a 12-year-old with godly insight, if that makes sense. There was a limit, that limitation of his infanthood there. And so I think that would still apply. He being God was all of a sudden no longer omniscient. There were things he said he didn't know. Um, he was no longer omnipresent. He had to be in one location at any given point in time while during his ministry at the very least. Um, he was no longer um, omnipotent because he submitted himself unto you know, all, including death. And so I think he did limit himself in a way that a human being would be limited. And I think despite, regardless of whether or not you have the aptitude, you know, without training in a martial art, you know, you, you aren't going to get too far against, you know, the, the elite. So I think he'd get, I think he'd get beaten. <laughs> I, don't think, great. I don't think, I don't think he would. I don't think he would. Choke you know? I think, so well, I was going to, I was going to say, um, I don't think I agree with him not being omniscient. Because there wasn't anything that he didn't know the answer to. Well, when would he come back again? He, he knew he, he 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 just wasn't saying. No, he said no, he didn't. So, know. Only no, no, no. Okay, so 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 what about what I mean by him to be omniscient? He knew who was going to be betrayed. He knew who was going to be by. Omniscient it. means knowing all things. If there's one thing you don't know, you're no longer omniscient. Okay, we're talking technicalities now. No, we're not talking technicalities. We're talking the definition of the word. He was still psychic, basically. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like he knew their hearts. Exactly. He knew what things they were saying in his mind, but then he, he also said he wouldn't say anything that God didn't. So God had revealed to him. In the same way, there are prophets that know, you know, word of knowledge. That doesn't mean they are psychic. That doesn't mean they, you know, know all things. Yeah, no, but they don't know like Jesus knows them. Don't be treating Jesus like any manga protagonist, you know. I'm this just is... saying, I'm just saying that he knew things that normal humans wouldn't know, even with the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit was in him, so he had, he, he still had that that flowing connection at all times, making him still the God Man. He still limited himself to being fully human. But you could take yeah. those limits off at any time he wanted to. He didn't. No, no he, but he could he have. have. If he was in an it, MMA it fight, he would have defeated a purpose. It would if he removes his limitation. If he if it, if at any point he stopped being fully man, it would have defeated a purpose. Exactly. But he could no, have. Gonna, he could have. He could I was have. Say, have. That's what I'm saying. I was gonna say as well. As a carpenter, he apprenticed under his dad. Yeah. We can assume that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I mean that's the only reason he, we assume he was a carpenter. Yeah. And so in the fact that he apprenticed under his dad means that in as much as he was fully God, he wasn't just there carving out benches and stuff. Or maybe he was holding back so that so that he was he could be humble. He still he still he still learned learned the ropes, kept him going. He knew he knew. Man didn't want to usurp his dad because <laughs> he knew. He knew, like, he li- if he limited himself, that means that he could unlimit himself. Yes or no? Yeah, no, he could. Exactly. Yeah. Humans can't so, unlimit themselves. So I think, I think, in his fully divine nature, he limited himself then and submitted himself to the authority of God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Well, God the Father by the empowerment of God the Holy Spirit. And so in his humbled state, he then couldn't throw off humanity because Mm -hmm. in his divine state, he humbled himself and submitted himself. And in that place of submission, God would then have to do that work. And so he had fully trusted himself and the rest of the Godhead. But but didn't he throw off his humanity during the transfiguration? That's a good... That's a good, but again, that wasn't something that he did in and of himself. If that makes sense, he had entered but into being this part of the space Trinity, where... he, but being part of Trinity, he, he did because he is part of the process of that happening. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm being half serious, but half serious. <laughs> I know, time. I know, that's how I see considering <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, I see Peter proper considering it because I see it as he was, he was still hypostatic union he was still fully fully human and i could be wrong um i mean it's a divine mystery how it works yeah oh, no, he was but, glorified in that moment yeah yeah but it's also the base part of the basis of christianity that he was <laughs> fully, <laughs> fully well, it's actually, it, it, no it actually it actually ends up being a much more important uh point in him sort of as it were, qualifying as our kingsman redeemer that he be fully human. Yeah, that's that's why it suffices. Otherwise, you know, it wouldn't. So yeah. Anyway, right. yeah, I'm I'm happy with uh, that's that's interesting and that infographic bible. I'm planning on 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 buying at my next paycheck. But yeah. yeah bless me, bro. Bless me. Bless me. Hmm, that'll be the paycheck in the future. <laughs> so October, yeah. Dinner. Future, I said future. <laughs> um. So my question for you, riffing off a of Bible study this Tuesday, if someone was to ask you, why do you place so much faith in the Bible? In in knowing God, so whether a new believer, <clears throat> now let's say a new believer who's come to faith and he's questioning because obviously he's heard the Bible contains so much contradictions, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's been agendas behind the Bibles and stuff. And a person's like, how, how do you know um, that you can trust this Bible? Not necessarily this translation or that translation, but the Bible in general. How would you respond to that? Um... 
It might it might sound like a joke to begin with, but I, I think the first question I, I would ask is, do you want to know about the God of the Bible? You know, if we know about mm. the God of the Bible, we need to know the Bible from which that I told you about this God. You know, and um, as Christians, we believe that this is God's um, inspired word, and so we need to take it as this is what God has decided to reveal about himself to us, mm. you know, from there, you, we could talk about the contradictions, but are there really contradictions? Um, and then, and, and then we just go through them. Like if, 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 if something isn't making sense, then we can, we, we, we can chop out one by one and, and, and go through it. And then I think I'll do it that way rather than, because like, it, it's hard for me to make you believe something that you may not want to believe. If, if, if that makes sense. So, so no, it's, it's, it's hard for me to make you believe my reason for why I believe that this Bible is God's word. Mm. Okay. So, but so, 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 so if you think there are contradictions, if you think that it is the white man's white man's mm. Bible, you know, we can go and look at um, the Ethiopian. We can go and look at. You know, it, it being based in the Middle East, not in England. You know, <laughs> mm. facts. And what, what if they show you the PDF of the slave Bible? Of the what? Of the what, what Bible? The slave Bible. Yeah, that's called that the slave yeah. Bible. That's not the Holy Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it be the slave Bible. You can tell the agenda behind which what well, Bible was. That's a good. Written. That's a good counteraction. <laughs> That's a good counteraction. Okay, yeah. and, 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 and they'll say, "Oh, this is the Bible that the white man gave to the black people, um, so that they wouldn't try and break free." Okay, so so you know why the white people created this version of the Bible and the agenda behind it. Same mm. way, same way with the what's that thing called? Um, the what's the LGBT Bible called? Oh, is it Sparkle Bible or something? Queen Mary, Queen, um, James. Queen, James. Queen James, Queen James, Queen James, Queen James. You know the agenda behind that, you know, and like, and like, even if you look, and like, there are different versions of the Bible. So like, um, there was the Bible that like highlighted all the instances, but of of like justice being mentioned in the Bible or something like that. You can tell that mm. they, they have an emphasis on wanting to portray justice within the Bible, you know. Mm. Um, maybe just the Holy Bible. Um, then I just believe that it's God's word. Some so, so some translations are better than others. The message I throw out, <laughs> NIV. I'm like, eh. um, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Nat just asked a question. They have a Bible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's Queen James. It's Queen James. Queen Bible. James. Slay Queen. It's Queen James, and they've, they've also they've also got a creed, the Sparkle Creed. Sparkle Creed, yeah. <laughs> the Sparkle yeah. Creed. Um, People are so going to be reading the Bible into hell. Bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Doctrine leading. So I take it as your response would be um, more lenient towards faith yeah. than um, an argument, and like, say. And let's troubleshoot together. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Peter. 
No, no, it's fair. It's fair. I think I, I maybe I misunderstood the question, but I think it was more what gives you confidence that this is yeah. the word of God. Yeah. And you I know. think for him, his answer is I have faith in this. Yeah. 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 Why? As opposed to, yeah, it's, it's faith. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 like, I think for me, it it's easy to just start at that point. Mm. I believe in this is God's word. So, okay, if I believe this is God's word, what am I doing with it? Mm. Okay. Yeah, you know? and, and take it from there. I know that doesn't that doesn't work for um, for, um, for for everyone, but I think just the way my my mind works, I'm like, okay, instead of trying to prove that this thing is real, let me believe it's true and then go from there and allow mm. it allow it to authenticate itself yeah. through me and and I'll see the results of God working through me in my life and authenticate it that way. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like a, an approach of like taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Yeah. So mm. rather than trying to rationalize it, actually yeah. like taste taste of the word taste of what he's saying, taste of who he is as he's communicated it. Yeah, because, and, because, yeah. because of, and the thing with, with like rationalising is you can rationalise anything any way you want it. Yeah, Facts. Sure. Facts. Sure. Yeah. Cool. I'm oh, yeah. Cool. I'm happy cool. Should we get into today's topic? Yes, sir. Oh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? The topic is gone. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> there was a celebrity I wanted to talk about. I can't, I can't remember which one it was. In the news right. recently? You in the news recently? Mm. It wasn't Lizzo. I'm tired yeah. of that one. Nat just says because the word is foolishness That's to those who are perishing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just had it. Who else was in the news recently? It wasn't Neo. Neo was funny in the news. Oh, Neil, yeah. Was he in the news? <laughs> Neil was in the news. Neil was in the news. So, so Neil made some some, some comments about trans and, and kids oh. and stuff. He didn't even say anything wild. He didn't even he say didn't. anything wild. He no. didn't. Bro, and I am still I am still gassed over the the Skepta track that was dropped in the group. The transvestites. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dropped in which group? Good men. Did I see this? Yeah. I think you, no. I don't think you did actually because you did yeah. a comment. I remember like listening to that track when it first came out um, on the album. Bro, I went onto Spotify and I listened to the thing. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> well, did he go? Did he go in on them, bro? It's bro, just, let me. Bro, it's he's like." You see Transformers, yeah? The theme yeah. song. Transformers. Rob. Yeah. He remixed it to he remixed it to Transvestites Mandem in Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> what? I missed this completely. And then he had a line that goes, yeah. You thought that was a girl because it had a it had a handbag. You didn't know it was a next man's granddad. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I completely missed that. <laughs> I was like, raw. And the funniest mm. thing is, yeah, the funniest thing is, Skepta now wears female clothing as well. Mm. There, was a there was a video back in the day where he was actually like, nah, this is female clothing. And the woman was like, why are you wearing it? Because he's like, because it's comfortable. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
<laughs> oh, guys, yeah. tell me remember what I, want, what I want to talk about. It's gone. Ah, stress. It wasn't Neo. It wasn't. It, 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 it wasn't Jamie Foxx. Or was it Lizzo? Oh, oh. Tory Lanez. That's what I wanted to talk mm. about. Uh, oh, the guy that shot the girl. Meg, yeah, Meg Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, no. He's <laughs> been more than alleged now. <laughs> so, yeah. Apparently, so, man's been in prison doing that gospel. Yeah, yeah so, 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 so Tory Lanez has been imprisoned for 10 years for the shooting of Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, wow. He shot her in the foot. And yeah, it wasn't even heard that press charges. It was it was the states, the states, the people against Tory Lanez. And they, yeah, I think he got three years for carrying a, a, um, a weapon, three years for some of the discharge, and three years for all right, right. And so yeah, so he's going to be spending ten years in prison. Um, and yeah, so that happened, and then I saw an article. Um. And, the article, and his name was Why Tory Lane's Conviction is a Victory for Black Women Everywhere. Black Women? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Because a black woman got shot. Yeah. And even if a celebrity stays, he still went to prison. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just me, but like whenever I see something framed that way, it makes me roll my eyes a bit, you know? <laughs> like, 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 how have you dissected something down to a group like that. And then and then I just caught myself thinking, am I here when it comes to black women? Like I'm married to a black woman, I came from a black woman. Am I a hater when it comes to black women? Or is there really something in black women not being as protected as they feel like they're not? Mm. So I want to throw out you guys. Hmm. Did you read the article? No. no. <laughs> All right. I see if I can find it. Well, I guess I guess Mo's um, Mo's presumption probably sounds like it'll be right. Like a black woman was shot, and despite the celebrity status of the culprit, he's still paying for his crimes. He's still held accountable. Um, yeah. Because I I have um, I have heard loads more reports of um women from ethnic minority groups after sexual assault and after rape and stuff um them not being taken seriously mm. it just being fobbed off um now it may be it may be across the board women in general um but in my interactions with women um there's been a lot more skepticism around um, black women and, and women in ethnic groups who um, have reported stuff and have just kind of just been brushed off. Um, and it's less, I think it's um, typically less likely that women from ethnic minorities would report um, assault and report different things like that. And when they do report it, there's a less there's a less likelihood of them being believed and so it's just like not all of them are reporting it and out of the small percentage who are reporting it 
not all of them are being believed. And out of those who are being believed, there's an even smaller percentage of those who are actually gaining convictions and stuff. And so like, it just kind of trails off, which leaves a sour note. Um, and with black women being heavily sexualized and black men being heavily sexualized, there's always this almost like skepticism and stuff. Um, but that's historically. I don't know if it's still the same case now, um, but that is the historical premise. Um, well, there, yeah. well, there was that. There was that foundation, you know, the the Five Times Foundation that that that, that found a report about uh, black women being five times more likely to die during childbirth than their yeah. Yeah. white counterparts, and that's yeah. like more than they, more than oh look, I'm off, more than they stuff. Yeah, Nat mentioned something as well. It's a bad mix of wokeness and new age feminism. Oh. I do believe that the femini- f- uh, feminism movement has been hijacked um, to a degree and um, a lot of things have kind of been tacked onto it. So there, there's a there's an analogy where one guy said that at every march, there will be someone who is marching for something just adjacent to what the main march is about. So the main march may be like Black Lives Matter and then the person may be, yeah, and legalize weed. Like, <laughs> there's something just adjacent that is it's like, yeah, like, if you want to march for that, that's cool. You man do your thing, but don't do it with our thing. Like, you've mixed it. And if there's almost like this, this amalgamation of different things. Um, even the feminism movement, there was a split between ethnic minorities and white people because they were like, what white people are screaming about still oppresses ethnic women. Like it's not all encompassing with what ethnic minorities are facing. And so there's almost this, yeah. This have, you little... heard, have you heard the theory that the reason feminism was invented was to detract from the black, the black equality movement that was happening at the time? That's mad. I'm not, I haven't heard of it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Even, even, um, so, so feminism was a result all along. <laughs> this was a ruse. There's a, um, apparently back in the day, women weren't, um, like female, uh, women smoking wasn't a thing. It was only men who smoked. Um, and during a march, one guy who was in charge of trying to was in charge of marketing for cigarettes had actually paid a couple of women and photographers that when the march got to a certain place the women would like stand up lift up their skirts and then take a cigarette and like light it and smoke it as this banner of freedom and the photographers would take a picture of them alongside the march as this thing and then almost be used as this propaganda for smoking. Hmm. Um, and the headlines read, um, these women are big uh, torches of freedom. Hmm. Now we've got a whole generation of women who are essentially killing themselves with cigarettes because of this propaganda that kind of spread. So yeah, women now story as... Is- to have the freedom to, to have the freedom to kill yourself kill yourself yes yeah. yes 
Same to determine with how you die. Yes. Same thing with abortion. It's my should be well, my right to kill heard, this child. When I heard the transgender dude, what well, transgender woman who was a dude, who's now a woman, saying she wants to be the first transgender woman to success have a successful womb transplant and then have an abortion. I was like, bro, bro, <laughs> what the hell is this? So, so your claim to fame is having a, is getting a wound from somebody else just to kill a life. Only like, human beings. This 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 speaks to our depravity. But only human beings can go to that extent of technological advancement, of education uh, improvement, of whatever, to to go to such great lengths just to kill ourselves, bro. It's it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> just to make a kind point. Ridiculous. Just to make, and it isn't even a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a good point. Yeah, but like, but like going back to the black women, as as men married to black women and as fathers to black daughters, do you feel like do you feel like they aren't protected? Or do you, yeah, in in your experience, do you feel like your your wives aren't your wives and daughters aren't as safe as their white and male counterparts. I would say yes. I would say um, they unfortunately have to be a lot more aware of themselves and their surroundings when they're moving about. Um, yeah, so I'll say, yeah, unfortunately, they're having to be a lot more self-aware and self-conscious in in different spaces, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I would say so. So there's always this notion of me needing to ensure that my children specifically can, like, hold their own. So thinking about just, just practical stuff like, Leia needs to get into martial arts. Um, not just from a recreational point of view. And, oh, it'll be fun now. Like, I need you to be able to hold your own. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah. Would you say that concern is more for your, you being a man, concerned for your, for women, for a young girl? Or is there an element of their blackness that is significant there? I, I think there is an element of their blackness, of their skin being significant. Um, I can't help but um, when I read stories like um, there was a, a girl in America who um, was in the army, was assaulted by her fellow, apparently assaulted by her fellow um, soldiers, people in her, in her whatever. Um, she went to report it and it got dismissed. And then like a week later, she got, she, she just went missing and got found dead. Um, and it, that's stories like that aren't, aren't like rare. But what element of that, what element did the skin because play Because all of, all of her fellow soldiers were all white and 
she I think she was either the only or one of the few within her team or whatever. Um charges were being dismissed like she was saying I'm not it's it's just like <clears throat> that's there is a good point, but there is a this this isn't an isolated incident. Yeah. And I, I do also feel like there is a lot more coverage when it isn't a person of colour. Is that is the way to to differentiate when it's when action is being called done towards someone because they are a black woman versus being just black because they're a woman, being a woman in general, yeah. And that's that that would be a good if there if there is I don't know if I don't nothing comes to mind as a clear distinction between okay this this is purely like racially motivated. Um, I'm thinking about like the random stops and stuff. Um, American um, like driving but even not in, even in America over here as well um, even to the point of I got stopped and searched outside of my door like bro I literally left le- I, I closed my door turned around and there were police officers standing there waiting for me like it's mad so so let me preface um, let me pre- oh sorry sorry finish finish nah, go for it, go for it. so I was going to say let, let me preface with this I do think I do think there are elements that um that skin has to do with it. The color of skin has to do with some of these things. I'll come to that later. But in terms of like the prejudices, some some of these mm. prejudices that come against black folk, I think we have to be honest with some of the statistics, right? So mm. it, it was it was interesting. Uh, I mean, my I intentionally like mess up my feed sometimes with um, like right wing staff or left wing staff and so make it such that the algorithm doesn't know am I am I a right wing conservative or mm. a liberal, you know. But just to see what other sides are saying. And like you said, like um Robert, you made the point earlier, you can rationalise anything, right? There are statistics yeah. to prove any point. But there's some statistics that you have to look at and if the numbers are true, then they should speak volumes. Like in South London, right? What's the population of black folk to white folk in sort of some of these areas in South London? Mm. Just, I mean, again, I I won't know if the statistics are true, but I will know what I see on the bus, for instance, right? Walking past, (laughs) it's Mandem, (laughs) lots more than Mm. it's, you know, (laughs) it's the geezers, right? And so (laughs) if in such areas there, by virtue of being more, more crime is coming from some of these areas. I'm not talking about the reasons why. We know about some of the mm. intentional things done to keep certain societies in certain places, right? We we know that some of these things go like denying people um, opportunities based off of their name, denying communities, yeah. you know, loans, all of those things. Yes, there are people in higher places doing evil things. But if statistically there are more crime coming from a particular community then when the police start going in and are targeting that community and as much as it's unfair it's like well if there are issues with my electrics in the house I'm going to target the things that you know I'm going to target the wires and the plugs and stuff like that I'm not going to look at the flooring right because that's not where the problem comes from Yeah. Right. so even saying that saying in America you know the stopping thing in America, in certain societies, or not even certain societies, they were looking at statistics of 
by like um, percentile, blacks being responsible, blacks being less than the 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 being the minority, but being responsible for a majority of the crime. Now that said, again, there are reasons why some of these things are, you know, mm. intentional things that were done to keep certain communities. You know, you abolish slave trade, you recompense the slave owners, and then the slavers you keep them in projects and you keep them there all of these things but there, there are reasons why but then i think we can't just look at the optics of it right mm. to 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 make some of these suggestions i've been searched before in front of my house right literally in front of my house coming from a church event right which i think should count for something but at the same time yeah there's also been lots of weed you know not not here by the way this was this was back when i lived in south london as well don't, don't do that. Don't do you that. never lived in London, bro. Don't do that. You never lived in London, bro. <laughs> I lived just outside of Croydon. Uh, just outside no. of London. But there was weed and, you know, there's like stabbings and all of these things. And so it's like, statistically... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah I... I was going to say... I do not believe for a second that black people smoke more weed than white people do. That is not true. <laughs> I mean, I can only go by what I've seen. No, no, no. I don't see a lot of... You see weed, but then you go to all these raves where these guys are, are sniffing... Oh, of course, horse, yeah. Horse tranquilizer. Of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> something some that is... You used to put down a horse, they'll, they'll be injected. I'm it. not going to these waves though. Uh, so, again, so the... uh, no, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is like stuff like weed is demonized because it's associated with the black community, yeah. but then stuff like the cocaine caffeine, and the, the quote unquote like party yeah. drugs, like, like, like the MDMAs, the heroin, those ones which are seen more as like white drugs. They don't get as bad a rep as stuff. Are, like they, are they seen more as white drugs or are the people that indulge white, in white, that particular black. sin? Well, no, the people that, yeah, the people that indulge in that end up being people that, I don't know, have access to more money to get it. Mm. Whereas... And to buy good lawyers. Um, even laughing gas, even those like laughing gas balloons, that's seen as like no, a... You know far too much about drug. this. Like, what's going on? I've, I've lived life. The, the point I was, I was going to say, say yes, though... Oh, quickly, I was going to say... Yeah. There was one time we went on a retreat to the countryside and the air was different. The air was just felt clean. Mm. And obviously motorway coming back to ends, we get to Croydon, I wind down the window, I was like, we, yeah, we're back on ends. <laughs> <laughs> no facts though. Facts, we get that going in and coming out. Anyway, but the, the point I was going to say was, on the one hand, like, and again, I can speak to sort of what I see in the African culture, and this is not even in London, this is back home, right? We tend to cover a lot of these things up and it's not even um, racism. It's just, oh, it's, it's misogyny. It's, you know, some of these really, really backwards ways of thinking. So, you know, it, it's also status and pride. And so mm. we in at home, again, speaking from what I see, are much more likely to cover certain things, to sweep certain things under the carpet yeah. when there are certain I, I things would, going on. Uh, to, to interject, um, mm. yes, yes. But it's almost like the argument of, um, so even with that, it doesn't remove or deny the, the heinous nature of 
what goes on on the other side. So I think you you made there was a similar argument with slavery where it was like, oh, but there were black slave catchers, and it, it, it's it's almost like, um, like in in terms of like trying to dilute or derail the conversation as to the black slave catchers were essentially employed by the white slave owners and they were doing trades and stuff. Now, they didn't know um, the level of slavery that these people were suffering when they came over the seas. Mm. Um, They may have just thought about the servitude that they endured within the tribe. So one tribe will capture another tribe and put them to to work or whatever. Mm. And it kind of just saw that, but they didn't realize what was actually going on and the colonies and in America and even in the UK. Mm. Um, and so these people were perpetuating evils, yes, um, arguably in ignorance as to the full scale of what they're what they're participating in. Mm. And so we even yes, in the in more traditional African cultures, bro, like like child child brides, um, sexual assaults and stuff happening within families, blah, blah, blah. And then almost being beaten if you try to share it and stuff like that. And so there are things that happen um, within the tribe and within the cultures. Um, But also in terms of when we look within this context, Mm. it's operating within this democracy and stuff within the UK is operating slightly differently to the way it's operating there, where there's a, there's understandably a wider justice system. Yeah specifically yeah. targeted towards that and yeah. that is still failing so here's the point i was i was trying to make so on the one hand i think i don't think it dilutes or derails the conversation especially going back to the slavery thing mm. i think it provides greater context so we're talking about you were talking about the slave catchers in africa and mm. making a presumption they don't know the consequences of what you know they're going they're mm. catching slaves and stuff we're going to do I'd push back on that because like if you go to Elmina Castle and some of the castles where they 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 sent them from mm-hmm. like it wasn't hidden the yeah. the 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 dungeons that they packed these guys into there's 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 no way you can think they are going to anything better than what they have there that's one side the other side is on the other end of things for instance we talk about the slave owners and stuff we know about the Washingtons and the Mm. Um, the 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 um, Jefferson's owning slaves, right? But mm. there's nowhere near as much coverage of the black slave owners, of which there were many, of which there were yeah. th- there were quite like you know wealthy black slave owners. And I think it's it's not to dilute the conversation, but it's to provide greater context such that we don't have a skewed view, mm. which just makes us angry. And and, and yeah. I say that because I think that's part of the agenda. Like, I don't yeah. say Black History yeah. Month is part of that agenda, but every month we have to remind, every month a year, we have to remind you guys that you were once slaves. I think it's just to keep people angry, to keep them in a certain mindset, to keep mm. them feeling like there is a, there's still a chain around their neck, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think it provides greater context to see wait, hold on, there's a lot more evil here than just this one person you want me to focus on. That mm. was still evil. The fact that UK, as small as we are, was doing all of the things that they were doing, right? Part of all of these things is still evil. But yes. there was also a lot more. And I think getting the wider context helps you know, oh, actually, no, we are all just depraved as humans. I don't necessarily need to be angry at the white man. 
I need to recognize that we are all depraved. The white man somehow managed to make their <laughs> depravity more far spread, but we all, you know, we all are. And then they, I'm, they not, it out. I'm not locked into this thing of I'm black and I'm oppressed. Now, the point I was making with Africa was bringing them here. So in Africa, we sweep those things under the carpet. We do all other yeah. things. Bringing them here, not to say our parents, but Africans here, you take them out of Africa, but you don't take Africa out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that same idea, that same mentality remains here. So you have families here that don't want the stigma of having yeah. an assault so that their yeah. child comes back and then they still sweep it under the carpet. Yeah. And that then skews the way that the justice system reports on these things and yeah. the way that... And when the, when the statistics aren't accurate on all of these things like we say oh yeah these guys are abused or these guys are not abused as much it creates certain presumptions about yeah. people same thing with childbirth and so the five times thing it's more it's frowned upon more i guess well i'm, I'm saying this anecdotally but it's frowned upon more amongst black um, people to use epidurals and stuff because you're supposed to be strong and, and black women are considered to be strong, right? But that stems from, again, our mentality in general, like our being this thing. And that then becomes a, a I think, excuse perceptions towards black people so that we then perpetuate the same things. We, we, I, when 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 Nell was pregnant, <laughs> when Nell was pregnant, some lady was like, "Oh no, she was having she was having uh, the the contractions. We we're in the hospital. The stuff was going on that meant you know uh, the dilation wasn't con uh, going as well as it should have." One lady said, "No, no, no, you shouldn't be here taking all these painkillers. You should go home and cook." Just like, and obviously it's a black lady saying that to my black wife. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, you should stand on your feet and this, <laughs> or you will. <laughs> She's like, These people take the drugs, we don't. And it's like, that's from a black person to another black person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily racism. It's our yeah. culture. You know, yeah. it's our culture refusing to embrace, embrace modern medicine as much. Like we see it all around. Like it's, it's, I think, and sometimes again, we, we, we want to, not we want to, but the, the conversation gets directed towards this is the white man still oppressing the white mm. the black woman but actually there are elements of our own culture I think that contribute to some of these things that we don't address yeah I think in these kind of conversations it's a thing of two things can be true at the same time exactly yeah mm. exactly mm -hmm. and that's what I mean about wider context yeah yeah um, um, yeah and so the parts that, you know, about the black culture, that's stuff that we can deal with within our culture. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then the stuff that's done to us, that one's a bit more difficult to do something about if people aren't willing to have the conversation and say, actually, you know what? The, this is what the reality of the situation is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And those are two things that need to be worked on simultaneously, Yeah, I think. Yeah. I was going to say as well, there's, there's, I think you mentioned something quite key, Peter, in that um, there is an agenda, there is this <clears throat> um, almost like this revenge agenda mm. where I have been wronged. And so the only way to right that wrong is almost an eye for an eye. Mm. 
we may have the modern day equivalent of whatever we may think that is. Um, but you need to recognize it and you need to restore it. Mm. There is some wisdom in that or whatever. Um, but I find it very interesting. Um, I don't think, I think that that is more of a Western, um, Western approach to justice. Um, now we do see an eye for, for an eye in, in the Bible, but I think it may even have been you, Peter, correct me if I'm, if, if I've attributed this to you wrongly. Um, but someone mentioned that there, there was almost a, a, a system of if this, a system of revenge where it's like, if this person wrongs me, I'm going to kill them, their mum, like I'm going to do whatever. And then God was like, no, like an eye for an eye. So it's almost reducing the punishment as opposed to expanding it to the fullness. Oh, um, it wasn't me, but yeah, no, that, that's, that sounds right, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's almost like, no, we're not going to perpetuate this cycle of hatred, mm. but we're going to end with this. Mm. Um, so it's almost reducing the bloodlust, mm. um, to, to a measurable yeah. quantity. But then with that kind of thing, it never ends. So let's say you took my eye, so then you, I take your eye. Now that you've taken my eye, I'm going to take a knife from someone else on your side, you know, and then it's just that. That, that that domino effect is it's never just okay yeah one for one we're good because now now that you burnt me <laughs> i need to go and burn someone else and that's when someone and, else is getting and, burnt. and that's and that's the that's the revenge sort of mentality as opposed to justice mentality and the, the reason i brought that up is almost um in the old testament when um i think it was judah got ransacked and naaman took the took the girl and had like a slave girl and he he was leprous and the slave girl was like yo if you go to jerusalem someone can heal you broski if you killed my family and you're leprous and i know where you can get healed why mm. am i telling you mm. why am i telling you mm. but there wasn't this sense of revenge there wasn't this sense of i'm gonna let my i'm gonna let this person die and act like an agonizing death because of whatever it's like no my god can heal you there are prophets there's someone in israel who can heal you and even god is like if you go somewhere and you kill all the men and you keep the virgin women for yourselves if, if there's one in them who you like <clears throat> and you want to take them as your wife do your thing bro You've just slaughtered my whole, and you're gonna take me for your wife. Are you mad? <laughs> like, the mentality seems different. Oh, the mentality was definitely the, different. Yeah. The mentality seems different, mm. and even when we look at um, forced servitude, uh, that the tribal sense of forced. Now I don't know. Them man could be getting beaten, like treating like trash. Again, within the Bible, it could have been the same thing, but there's almost this sense of. Um, recognizing your lot, but not holding this person in malice, bizarrely. And it seems totally counter to this sense of aggression and revenge that is populating the, the Western mindset currently, where it's like, yo, like, 
if you if you call if if so, if you mention someone's pronouns wrong, it's long for you. Yeah, it's long for you, and that there's just this aggression that is coming in your direction. But again, with with all the faults that people may find biblically within this con- war and conquest sequence, there was something about it that there wasn't this sense of. Bro, like if they were gonna go fight, they will they'll give you notice. Yo, draw up battle lines. Like, mm. let's do this thing. Mm. But man, am I giving notice for a war? Are you mad? <laughs> mm. <laughs> what? Right now, yeah, them men are gonna send one spire to spike your drink, gonna keep it moving. Mm. And so them it just seems like the revenge, this agenda, this anger-ridden agenda um, has seeped into the culture. I don't, know if, um, I, I don't know if I agree with there not being a revenge culture in biblical times. I think maybe it just looks different from... from probably, probably, from yeah. Does. Yeah, because, you know, the, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, you know? That's true. Um, and I feel like, yeah, in different times, people are doing different kind of madnesses. Mm-hmm. Right now we're fighting about pronouns. Back then they were doing child sacrifice. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so you yeah. Know so, so, to, so to add to that, to add, I, I agree with you that it looked slightly differently. That there was a part of David's cohort when David was fighting against Saul's side. So Judah was fighting against Israel. Um, there was there was a war where one of one guy from David's side, I think. No, one guy from Israel's side killed one guy from David's side's brother. Mm. And then when things were being squashed, the guy from Israel came over to see David. And then the guy whose brother got killed was like, yo, my man came and you let him go. Didn't you know? Blah, blah, blah. David was like, nah, like that was then. That was during war. This is Mm. peaceful times. Like it is where it is. The guy whose brother died went to go kill the guy who killed his brother and then ran away. David's response to that was very interesting. Mm. He fasted and lamented for the dead guy. Mm. And so even then, there's almost this recognition of this is war. And he, he was like, David lamented saying, this person has killed, has spilled innocent blood because of something that was done during war. And so even with that revenge mentality, it would like one person acted on revenge, but then David, who was like one of the only good kings, showed almost like a righteous way of dealing with that, if that makes sense. So I agree with you in that, yes, revenge is still kind of seen within the Bible, but it's almost like just because it was doesn't necessarily mean that that was right. And I think... In David's response, we see the right way in responding to revenge, um, or a and glimpse think, into the right way. And I think even in like today's culture, like even within all like the gang wars and stuff, there's still rules of engagement. You know, like they they, 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 they may be unwritten. Like there's there's certain places, certain times that you aren't supposed to go. And so when Facts. someone breaks that rules, Facts. everyone's like, "Whoa!" Like you know, you got caught slipping. Yeah. Or, 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 or like that's not how we do things. So even even if it's, it may seem a bit more archaic, like even today, 
even in the stupid postcode wars, you know, there's still there's law, there's there's, 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 there's unwritten rules, and I think that throughout, throughout history there'll always be the written rules and the unwritten rules. Um, sometimes they might look the same, sometimes they might might look different. But I think you, if you scratch beneath the surface, you'll find that we're not so different, even thousands of years removed. Um, but circling back before we finish. Um, is there anything that you feel that you as a person can do to protect black women more when you feel like black black women need protecting by the black men within the society yeah i think like um like mo said i didn't i didn't say anything to that but i i, I yeah. think it's teaching them to protect themselves like teach like making not making Independent, strong black women. <laughs> no. Yes, please, slay, slay, slay. Add into the no. rhetoric. Um, but making like like just not, I guess, not imposing limitations on them that they don't need to, they don't need to mm. have like that. Mm. You know, they don't need to all of a sudden be so concerned with all of these things. It's like, no, if I if I teach you to have principles and I teach you to be excellent in what you do and I teach you to be able to handle yourself at the very least, you know, be able to break away, run, scream, mm. not put yourself in certain situations, you know. And I'm not saying the, oh, you wore a miniskirt, it's on you. No, I'm saying the, I don't walk down a dark alley, you know, <laughs> in South London, not because... Yeah. I'm not wearing a mini skirt, but because uh, there's something like common sense, you know. <laughs> so if stuff you ever like see that. Peter wearing a mini skirt, you better run. <laughs> you know, um, I think it's it's that you know, so bring, bringing up confident, um, capable, competent mm. young women is is my thing, and and doing the same for men as well. I yeah. still think you need to be able yeah. to submit. I still would want for god's plan for us you know marriage and and procreation all of that i'd still want that so you still need to be able to be a wife and i don't think it's making you a man that will do that but then i think making strong capable confident women and making strong capable confident men i yeah. think is, is what we can do or at least what i intend to do yeah yeah, yeah. um i definitely agree i think um, strengthen the one by strengthening the, commu- the community or strengthen the strengthen community, the by, community strengthen by strengthen the one, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. Um, and so it's very much just like okay showing my daughters um, or encouraging, encouraging them to know that their voice matters that they can speak about speak up about things that just because something happens to them doesn't necessarily mean they need to just shut up and take it oh yeah um they they should like voice voice things and disagree and blah 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 um and to not just kind of like tuck their tails between their legs if it if if no one listens to it but to almost try to to figure out the best ways to communicate what they need to communicate um whilst also strengthening them to be able to hold their own um and also holding my sons to the same standard of yo like we need to look out for our community. Like mm. these people are part of our communities and stuff. And so if you see something happening, if it's a case of, if I try to step into it, 
I may put myself into immediate harm or whatever. Yo, like call the police, like do something. Don't just run away. Don't just leave that situation. Mm-hmm. Try to improve that situation even as you're leaving it. Do something about it. Um, and so it will very much be a case of um, teaching them how to know their value, know their worth and to defend that for themselves. And then as an extension, how do we do that for others? Because not everybody else is going to have these infrastructures and things in place. So how do we defend and protect ourselves and our value? And how do we help other people do that? Um, and leading by example, hopefully, so that they can kind of see me um, stepping into to someone's um, side when they need help and stuff. Um, so yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I think for me, just in like the day to day, just like pushing back in certain conversations where a black woman is said to have been aggressive or seemed angry in what she was saying. Because mm. usually, usually she's just talking, but because of her skin color, you're taking offense to it. These times, there's one white woman talking the wickedest, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh that's just Sally. That's just Sally. <laughs> yeah. She's had, think, a bit of, she's had a bit of a lager. So, yeah, yeah, she's a bit lippy. Yeah. And I think, yeah, just like challenging a little bit, saying, like, are you sure she, what, 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 what's, what's really challenging? Mm. Or, like, what's, what's really being aggressive? Or was she just, you know, just just talking you know um because because there's this stigma of, of like the angry black woman and so i've definitely seen black women shrinking themselves and trying to yeah. be you know quiet so that they don't scare their white counterparts um, mm. which yeah. is such a shame yeah um, I think there's a fine line there though there's a fine yeah. line there like in the same way as we see some we see like the Karens and stuff and sometimes they're just, it's like, it's a presentation thing, but then sometimes it's also, now you're being, you're being like unnecessarily loud. You're being unnecessarily passionate about <laughs> no, not but, but, no, but, but, but the thing is, but, 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 but the thing is, especially for a white woman doing the exact same thing, she, she won't be called aggressive or anything. She'll just be like, no, she's just trying to make her point. Or she'd be called a Karen. That's that's internet. There's, that's not there's, there's, there's mm-hmm. making your there's making the point, and there's just just being mad. <laughs> because we've also seen, and I'm sure you guys know, we've also seen like, like you, you can have the loud, and it's not just black women. You can have the loud person that's yeah overly passionate and overly like aggressive about something like that. That no, exists but, but, as well. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't think overly passionate automatically makes you a Karen. Like you can just be passionate. No, 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 no. But there's there's circumstances in which being overpassionate is is being a Karen. Yeah. Someone's parked you in a disabled spot, but yeah, they yeah. they are they are disabled. They're just not you, and you're upset about it. That's being a Karen. That's being thingy. Yeah. So I was gonna say as well. This is is very interesting. This is like a female orientated conversation had mm. by an all male. Group, um, do we need some representation? I think it's important sometimes. I, I, I think it's important. No, it's not everyday representation, <laughs> not every day. <laughs> what, what I was gonna say, I wasn't even gonna go down representation. I was, but, <laughs> what I was gonna say was, I'm triggered. He, he, fam, he's triggered, boy. Took him back a couple of years. Um, 
that PTSD. Um, I was going to say, female listeners, if there is something that we have missed or something that like a, like something that in terms of how we could improve or how we can actually go about that we have missed or could be added on or slight nuance that we haven't included, like, please feel free to drop it into the comments, stuff mm. like that. Um, Cause yeah, it, it isn't from a perspective of, oh, we know best, but it's like, yo, it's a, it's a conversation. Yeah. And yeah. even and as we're only speaking this, from um, our perspective, but yeah. being guys, there will be things that we aren't aware of and that we can miss yeah. easily. So yeah. yeah, it's a good shout. So yeah, just just drop it in the comments. Just drop it in the thing. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, let's round up. Go cups. Fun. I can go I'll, first. Oh yeah, no, go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I want to hook up a YouTube channel. I recently, and by recently, I found out yesterday, and I say that because once I go through, and if if it's rubbish, I don't know. I'll, I'll come back and take it back. But I've not, oh. I've only seen one thing from this guy, but it was really good. Um, it's a YouTube channel called Wise Disciple. Okay. Wise Disciple. Um, and he, he very much has like, yeah, just, you know, it's the usual reactions to like Hillsong and to debates and to all of these things. But he's got some very, very good insights. The video I most recently watched was, Okay, he, he did like a hypothetical, aliens are here, what do we do now? Talking about if aliens exist, do they, you know, do they disprove God? Um, and what is the likelihood that they do exist? And if they don't exist, what could we be like looking at when we talk about some of these alien encounters and, you know, all of these mm. things? And I thought it was a very, very, very balanced um, and, and well-presented argument. So, Yeah. Check, check him out. Wise Disciple on YouTube. I did see someone um, theorize that aliens are demons and that we need to be praying against them. I, I, I think, if anything, that's more likely, and he makes this point, it's like, it's more likely that these things would be demonic than that they'd actually be extraterrestrial. But he then goes on to say, even if they are, you know, does that disprove God? And I, and he and it, you know, long and short, he he says they he, they don't, and I I think so as well because there are other beings, you know, like there are the cherubim and stuff, and yes, they're in the spiritual realm, but they seem to be yeah. So it's just yeah, but yeah. Um, my thing. Said a lot. Say nothing. <laughs> you said a lot of years. Yeah. Um, my thing is an anime. So this anime has been out for a minute and I've seen, I've seen it flowing about, um, but I finished watching all of my other animes and I was just like, oh, oh, this one is fairly new. Let me see what this one's about. Hell's Paradise. Yeah, it's not bad. Hell's Paradise. I'm like five episodes deep. There's only one season out thus far and it's 13 episodes. I think the second season is going to drop soon. But... um, Hell's Paradise on Crunchyroll. I don't know if the manga is done, but the manga is. Uh, I've heard good things about it. Do you know what? I I love when I hear the manga is done because there, there's an end you know, in sight. There's an end in sight. Yeah. There's an end in sight. Yeah. Um, it's it's not One Piece. There's an end in sight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the premise, the premise is is sick. Without um without ruining the storyline 
there's one person who is an assassin devoid of emotion and there's another person who is an assassin gripped by their emotion and it's almost like this journey that they're going they're journeying together and both of them are having to learn how to almost come to the middle mm-hmm. so one person is coming from this void emotionless place of this assassin but this person is coming from like fully gripped by her emotions with every person she kills and how do they kind of come into the middle so yeah that that journey is just like okay let's let's see how this kind of pans out yeah that's, that's quite cool, that's cool. Quite cool. Hmm. um Michael Cockers on Netflix series Alice in Borderland okay um, K-drama no, Japanese manga um, adaptation. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's about these guys that get dropped into a dystopia, uh, like, empty version of Tokyo, and and they need to play games to survive. Uh, yeah, you, you need to win the game to survive, and the games have different, different, um, different themes based on, like, the... So, like, there's games that are based on, like, that, like a deck of cards, and then mm. so like so so each suit is it's like a different type of game so like i think clubs is physical diamond is um mental heart is all of that kind of stuff and then the higher the number the more difficult it is and, and like you have to try and get all the cards to be able to get out of the the game land but it's pretty difficult will our hero survive find out next time with dragon ball z <laughs> cool but yeah Oh, actually, quickly, Moses. Yeah. A yes or no question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to elaborate in any way. Okay. Do you have a favorite child? No. Okay. So Moses has chosen to love. That's easy. That's I don't. I have. I have. I have a child who is the most like me, and who frustrates me the most. But I know that I have the most to learn personally from that child. Well, and so I always see, I see <laughs> this child as, as like, this child I need to, in accepting this child for who this child is, I am learning to accept myself. There's that dynamic. So I've, yeah, every child, I feel like every child presents a learning curve for me, a unique learning curve with their personalities. And I appreciate all of the learning curves. Boy, I'm just saying right there, you're talking about one child in particular that sounds like a favorite. <laughs> the most challenge. I spoke about the most challenging child. Yeah. And you like challenges, which means you like that child the most. Bam. I mean, you could flip it like that. That's not the way I'd put it. Jeez. Anyway, shout out for the intro outro music. Calvin Turn Audrey, Amazing Logo. Find us on X at the Furnace UK. Find us on Instagram <laughs> at TBS Furnace. <laughs> I took a second. I totally I a forgot. Second. I totally forgot. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I just like to do it. <laughs> you can find us on, on Instagram at TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Black Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps, the Black Furnace, no apostrophe. And that's it. And we're on YouTube. Come on. Shout out Nat for for listening live and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always appreciate that, bro. Shout out. 
Yeah, this is the blacksmith's furnace. I'm out. 